What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I heard the door softly close behind me. Without turning around, I knew it had been a trap. Then I heard another sound. A gun was slowly being cocked. I realized that this was the end of the line. Payoff time. Yeah, little Mike had finally solved the case. The hard way. The New Adventures of Michael Shane, Private Detective, starring Jeff Chandler. Michael Shane, reckless, red-headed Irishman, is back again in his old haunts in New Orleans. This is your director, Bill Russo, inviting you to listen to another transcribed episode which we call The Case of the Corresponding Corpse. Have a seat, Mr. Lima. Oh, thank you, Mr. Shane. It was good of you to wait for me in your office this evening to see me. Oh, you sounded pretty upset over the phone. Oh, I am, senor, I am. It is all so bewildering, I do not know what to do, where to turn. Then the thought occurred to me that perhaps someone like you could help me. Well, you're not the only one who's bewildered, Lima. Uh, senor? I'm in the dark, too. You still haven't told me what this is all about. All you said over the phone was you wanted to see me right away. Ah, oh, but of course. You must excuse me, Senor Shane. It is just that I have been so upset. Mm-hmm. You see, I flew up from Havana this morning. Oh, is that your home down there? Yes, it is. I have extensive holdings in and around Havana and have lived there for a little more than two years now. You up here in New Orleans on a vacation? Oh, no, indeed, Senor. I came up because of my friend Julian. His last letter sounded so urgent, I felt and I look, might... Lamer, do me a big favor, will you? Why, of course, Senor. What is it? Start from the beginning. I'm way behind. Oh, but of course, Senor. Now, you live in Havana. Yes. You have a friend here in New Orleans named Julian. Yes. What about him? I have not seen Julian since I went to Havana. And then I have not heard from him. And then suddenly yesterday I received a letter from him saying he was in danger. He wanted me to come up here right away. Uh-huh. Is he in danger? Julian? Well, that's what we're talking about, isn't it? Oh, but of course, senor. Uh, now, remember, I received this letter from Julian only yesterday. You said that once. Uh, when I arrived here, I went at once to Julian's address. And, senor Shane, it is impossible. I cannot believe it. Can't believe what? Senor, they told me Julian has been dead for two years. <laughs> In a moment, we'll return to the new adventures of Michael Shane and the case of the corresponding corpse. Well, I like to think I've heard just about everything. 
When a little character named Lima waltzed into my office from Havana and told me he'd just gotten a letter from a man who'd been dead for two years, I must admit it rocked me back a little. Judging from the expression on Lima's face, the whole experience had rocked him, and plenty. I tell you, it is not possible Julian is dead, Mr. Shane. There must be some mistake. Well, look, Lima, maybe somebody else wrote that letter to you. No, no, no. Julian was my friend. I knew his handwriting like I know my own. And the things he said in his letter proved to me beyond all doubt that it was Julian who was writing. Mm. Well, in that case, it looks like your friend's alive now. But, but no, senor. They tell me he's dead. Well, now, look, he can't be both. Well, I know it sounds insane, senor. But it is impossible Julian is dead. And yet, they tell me it is impossible for him to be alive. Just a minute. Now, that is where you come in, Senor Shane. Me? Yes. I want to hire you to try and find Julian, if he, as I still hope, is alive. And, uh, and if he is uh, dead, then I want you to find out that, too. Uh, here is my telephone number. I don't know. It looks like a pretty crazy assignment. Uh, <clears throat> for a hundred dollars... I'd find the job not half so crazy. Uh-huh. Okay, give me the address where Julian used to live, and then drop in here at the office tomorrow. I may have something for you. Of course, I wasn't nearly as sure of that as I sounded. The next morning, I went to the address Lehman had given me, the place where his friend Julian had lived. It was a little ramshackle two-story building near the waterfront. On the first floor were two shops, and up above them were a few furnished rooms. One of the shops had a sign over the door which read, Yi Fang, Tropical Fish. Not a very nice thing to say about yourself. I went in, and a chubby little gent with horn-rimmed glasses and a broad grin waddled up to me. Ah, so, good morning. You'd like to buy some fine tropical fish? Uh, no, what I want is a little tropical information. Yes, have many good guppies. See, all tanks to left, guppies. Yeah, yeah, lots of guppies. Now, uh... Yes, everybody buy guppies. Uh, not quite. Now, look, a guy named Julian used to live up over this shop. Yes, you like guppies? Well, I haven't anything against them, but about this Julian... Yes, uh, yes, giant ancestors. Yeah, how long ago? Yes, you like buy some guppies? No, I don't like to buy some guppies. How long ago did Julian die? One, two years ago. What happened to him? Yes, uh, do not know. One day they tell me he is dead. Ah, so... Mister, you sure... No guppies! King of the Guppies bobbed me gracefully to the door and out. The shop next door also had a sign out front. This one read, A. Valdane, Passport Service. Inside, a tall, thin gent sitting on a high stool greeted me as I stepped through the door. Come in, my friend, come in. A. Valdane at your service. Perhaps a little passport information? Not today. Expert passport photos, too reasonable. Uh-uh. What I want is... Information. Uh... Oh, yeah, how'd you know? Walls, my friend. You're the first man who, to my knowledge, has ever walked out of the place next door without a bowl full of guppies. <laughs> you know, something for a moment, it looked like Yi Fung was going to keep his record intact. Well, you probably heard what or who I was talking about then, uh, the guy named Julian. <laughs> you too, hmm? What do you mean? There was a loony little guy in here yesterday claiming Julian was alive. Oh, Lima. Look, did you know Julian very well? No, only slightly. He lived in one of the rooms upstairs. That's about all I knew about him. And there's no doubt about his death, huh? Not as far as I know. Now, how did Julian die? Well, Julian was quite a water lover. He used to go out on a little boat a lot. One night, a storm came up out in the Gulf. The next morning, they found Julian's boat floating upside down. No Julian. No Julian ever since. Did uh, anyone actually see him drown? Who's running around during storms watching people drown? Yeah, you got a point there. Look, did you know any of Julian's friends who he ran around with? Anything like... Well, like I say, I didn't know him very well. He had a girl whose name was Celeste. They used to hang out at Maxim's bar a lot. Oh, 
Okay, anyone else? Not that I can... No, 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 wait. I, I did see Julian talking to the professor a couple of times. The professor? You mean the old drifter over on Exchange Street? Yes, that's the one. Character who knows just about everyone. We'll gladly tell you all about them for the price of a drink. Mm-hmm. Oh, thanks, Valtain. I headed for Maxim's bar where Valdane had said Celeste and Julian used to spend some time. On the way, I got the feeling I was being followed, but I couldn't spot anyone. I don't know, maybe it was just my imagination. When I got to Maxim's, I asked a bartender about Celeste. Found out she dropped in almost every day. So I sat down at a table and waited. About an hour later, a girl who answered the bartender's description of Celeste came in and sat down. I eased over to her table. Hello. Hello. Can I join you? Why not? Thanks. You, uh, used to be Julian's girlfriend, huh? Yeah. All right, go ahead. Have your fun. Well, I'm afraid I don't get it. What are you trying to do? Make me feel like a big heel or something? Here, look, Celeste. Sure, I play up to the boys now, you and the others. A girl's got to to get along. But I was Julian's girl. Don't you forget that. Sure, I was his girlfriend. What do you think I've been trying to forget for two years? Him, Julian. Now, you come along and throw his name up to me. Look, Celeste, I'm not trying to make you feel like a heel, and I'm sorry if mentioning his name's made you feel bad. Julian's not alive, man. Are you kidding? Of course he's not alive. He's been dead for two years. That's all I wanted to know, Celeste. Thanks. I was beginning to think Valdane knew what he was talking about when he said Lima was slightly off his trolley for thinking Julian was still alive. But I still had that other lead Valdane had given me, the professor over on Exchange Street. I found the professor at his usual corner, sitting on a packing crate, holding forth to a few bewildered floaters. He was a scarecrow of a man, dressed as always in a dilapidated cutaway coat, open-toed shoes that weren't designed that way, and a wing collar with no tie. And so I say, gentlemen, that the curse of our age, our civilization, is our mechanistic, high-speed, materialistic approach. Aesthetics is a forgotten word. The love of beauty for its own sake has paled before the ruthless march Hello, of... Hello, Professor. Mr. Shane, how do you do, sir? Indeed, it's been quite some time since you last visited this humble thoroughfare. Yeah, still educating the masses, huh? Yeah, yes, trying in my own feeble way to impart some small yearning for the higher things into the unfortunate souls. A, a discouraging task, to be sure. Uh, look, could I talk to you a minute? Certainly, certainly. We will discuss this subject further at some later date, gentlemen. I must now grant a private audience to my friend here. Will you join me on this humble crate, Mr. Shane? Uh, or shall we adjourn to more comfortable surroundings where we may, uh, perchance, uh, partake of some small but cheering... Uh -huh. uh... I want your answers to make sense. We stay here. I question greatly the merits of your decision, but will yield temporarily to your puritanism. What is it you want? You remember a guy named Julian? Julian? Of course I do. Charming scoundrel and a generous one. In the old days, he used frequently to purchase cheering libations for me in return for small but useful bits of information which I was able to do. Yeah, yeah. Look, what did Julian do for a living anyway, Professor? Mr. Shane, it was not what Julian did for a living. It was whom he did. Oh, I see. Julian was quite a boy to work all the angles, huh? His talents along those lines were tremendous. Uh, he had a small but efficient organization and based a very successful career on assorted projects such as blackmail, connivory, forgery, and an entire line of bunco enterprises, which showed Julian to be a man of great imagination. Hmm. 
Any of Julian's old outfits still around? I have heard one of them is. Uh, I don't know. And Julian? My dear sir, Julian died two years ago. Yeah. And you don't have any reason for thinking otherwise? Certainly not. Okay, Professor, thanks. Not at all, Mr. Shane. I'm always glad to help, even if it's some discomfort to myself. What do you mean? Simply that I suffer from a peculiar condition of the throat. Excessive conversation, uh, particularly when helpful information is involved, uh, dries out the delicate membranes and causes... Yeah, yeah. Okay, Professor. Here you are. I accept your voluntary contributions, sir. Not merely for myself, but in the name of all disconsolate and thirsty humanity. And I thank you. Now I was fresh out of Leeds. I'd gotten nowhere. Lemo was waiting for me in my office, and when I told him that as far as I was concerned, the case was closed, his face fell a mile. What thing of shame? You cannot mean that you, you, will not help me anymore. Look, Lemo, Julian died two years ago. So a couple of days ago, you, you say you got a letter which you think was written by him. I do not think. I know. Yeah, yeah. L- look, there's something I don't quite get about you. You say you and Julian were friends. Yet from what I hear, Julian was quite an unsavory character. Blackmail, bunko, etc. I, uh, well, perhaps Julian was a little weak where money was concerned. But he was always a good friend to me. There's another angle about this that interests me too, Lima. You told me you suddenly acquired some holdings in Cuba a couple of years ago. And Julian was a blackmailer. What are you talking about? You, uh... Got those holdings legitimately, I'm sure. Well, of course I did. Mr. Shane, I'm not hiring you to make foolish insinuations about me, but to find Julian. You're absolutely right, and I'm telling you, Julian's dead. No, no, please. You must keep looking. Look, it's no use, Lima. Please, Mr. Shane. Please, I beg of you. Money is no objection with me. You you must keep on looking for Julian. You sure have a lot of faith. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation? where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission. At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.